Good morning, everyone. Welcome to my Instagram live and also Facebook live for those of you who are watching on those platforms. If you are watching or listening, should I say to this afterwards, this means you're listening to my podcast, which is Fat Loss Secrets. So welcome once again. Now, today's topic, we're just going to go straight into it. Um, I've been interacting with a lot of people in the last few weeks who have wanted to obviously change their body compositions and fat loss happens to be the most common goal. Now, if you are watching this live, might I add, uh, welcome to, and uh, don't be afraid to ask any questions along the way. Anyway, so with these people, they always want to give up when things get too tough. And unfortunately, this is where we have to manage their expectations, or they thought it was just going to be an easy breeze in the park. Now, everyone thinks that progress is going to happen in this straight line, just like this. Now, if you can't see me because you're listening to this, literally just a linear line as if everything's going to be smooth and easy. Now, anything that's worth having, we all know that this is not going to be the case. This is going to be something that takes a lot of time. So today, what I'm going to talk about is three really uncomfortable truths when it comes to fat loss, body composition change. Because maybe you need to hear this. Maybe you don't know about it. And that's exactly what we want to help you with as well. Now, as I fiddle around with my microphone because I've changed the decibels, it's not really picking up my voice. So if you are on my lives and you can hear me, just give me a thumbs up. If you can't, just give me something um, in the messages to let me know. So the first one is you have to be uncomfortable. Everyone thinks that it's going to be super, super easy. And don't get me wrong, if it's in the first few stages, yes, it has to be a little bit comfortable because we don't believe in massive changes, but small changes that can make you massive differences. But eventually you're going to hit a point where you're going to get tired. You're going to hit a point where your motivation runs low. You are going to hit a point where you are tired. So what do you need to do? You need to understand that comfort got you where you were in the first place. A little bit of discomfort is going to help you. Now, I really hate this analogy, but it's what most people understand and relate with the most because I hear it in every single audiobook, apparently. If you were to have a frog, I don't know why you would have a frog, <laughs> but if you were to put a frog in boiling water, it would jump out straight away. But if you were to put that frog in water that was slowly to increase as the temperature went up, it would probably boil itself to death, or it would, apparently. I'm sure audiobooks wouldn't quote this unless it was true. This is the same as yourself though, apart from the fact that you're going to die like a frog. What you're going to do is you're going to be able to take yourself into an uncomfortable position, slowly work yourself up into it, and then from there, you're going to be able to adjust. So what does this mean? It means eventually you will be able to find that point where you feel comfortable doing something that you may not think is comfortable. Now, for those of you on Facebook, welcome back. I apologize if you dropped out or I dropped out, should I say. My connection is playing up a little bit. So if you want to re-listen to this, this will be a podcast by the end of the week. Just head over to the link in my bio or you can search up Fat Loss Secrets by an Exercise Physiologist on Apple Podcasts. So what do I mean by being uncomfortable? These examples can help you. Asking questions in the community. Because if you are not, then you have to be responsible for the fact that you did not do the program to the T. The next one is actually posting and asking your team members. Don't think that everyone in there is superior. And I read a quote early in the week that really resonated with me. 
early in the week being last week because it's Tuesday right now. And is anyone who is working harder than you won't look down on you. So if you're working as hard as you say you are, and you're trying your best, and someone else is truly also working harder than you, or maybe more experienced than you, they will help you. And if they're not, then they're not the right type of person anyway, so you shouldn't be caring about them. But just start being uncomfortable and trying to be adjustable to your environment. Because comfort got you where you were, and what we want you to be is a new person. You want to be the new person. The second one is you need to do the reps. This is uncomfortable for a lot of people because I have to have this discussion with them, which is unfortunate. This includes teachers, psychologists, doctors, engineers, surgeons, mothers, dads, parents, uncles, aunties, whatever it might be. I have to have these discussions with them. I had someone tell me, you're going to help me get this waist down. I was like, I will help you, but you have to do the work. I can't be the person smacking food out of your hands. I can't be the person forcing you to read something. I can send it to you. It's up to you to actually read it. You need to actually do the reps when it comes to it. Because at the end of the day, no one else can do it. You can pay for the best coach, the best program. But if you cannot put yourself on the floor, hands on, and actually do the push-ups, then you are not going to get anywhere. If you cannot actually start to read the food labels and understand it, if you cannot actually food prep your own food, you're going to get nowhere. Absolutely. You're going to just cruise. And unfortunately, that's the truth. People don't want to hear this. People need to hear it though. So what happens after here? If you can't do these reps, eventually you just go back to your old ways. You're just going to keep doing what you've ever done and you always get what you ever got, if not less. Okay? Your tolerance starts to increase towards things that you've always done. And what happens is you get reduced benefits. You don't get the same stimulus. Your body does not adapt as much as it used to. You need to be able to do the reps and push yourself more. Be, once again, uncomfortable. Now, number three. I said I was going to go through three steps, but honestly, I'm going to go through four because I think the fourth one is a bonus one. So if you stay towards the end, you get to hear the fourth one. Number three, it's no one's fault but yours. Now, I say this with, you know, hand my heart, not always the truth. Because there are, can be, and there are, and there can be bad coaches out there. But let's just, you know, assume that you're with the best. You've done all the uncomfortable work that you need to do. You've done the reps that you need to do. But you're not getting the progress. Then that's on your coach. Make it that situation. But if you are not being in an uncomfortable situation, if you are not taking responsibilities on your check-ins, if you are not actually doing the reps, it's no one's fault but your own. Don't blame anyone else. If you have not made your own check-ins to your coach and voiced why things aren't working, that's on you. Because no one else can do the work for you. No one else can actually hold your hand all the way through it. We can do it to a certain extent, but hand-holding is not going to get you anywhere. Hand-holding is only going to get you to a certain point, and then you drop off because you're like, oh, this is just too much now. You start you start building dependence on a person when you what you really want to do is start to learn why and how you can start to implement this into your life long-term. So if you cannot be able to do all this, and I'm going to show you examples how you can do it, don't rely on your coach 
to send you a check-in reminder. This is on you. Put it in your own calendar. Don't rely on your coach to tell you when to do a weigh-in. If it's once per week, twice per week, three times per week, put it in your own calendar. If you don't know how to do an exercise and it shows you and it asks, if you don't know how to do this exercise, please post it into the Facebook group and you don't and you skip it, that's on you. You need to understand that you need to take responsibility for your own actions. Now, number four, building muscle. The reason why I said this one is because majority of the people that I see, yeah, I do get some people on the heavier end, but I get tend to see people who are in heavy, I'm going to say heavier body weights around less than 100 kilos, but a little bit more out of shape. You don't need to focus on fat loss and cardio. The truth is you probably need to focus more on strength training and also your macros first. The truth is fat loss happens when you just use more energy than you eat. But the first way to do this is not through HIIT training and just cardio. Yeah, we can introduce some energy expenditure by doing some NEAT walking. For those of you who don't know, NEAT is a fancy word for incidental exercise. I think it's called um, non-exercise something thermogenesis. I can't even remember at this point in time. But we need you to expend more energy than you're actually consuming. So for those of you out there, strength train first, do your cardio second, create a deficit from your nutrition if you can, and if you need help with that, DM us, or you can start to search up some calculators online and go, what is my TDEE? That's TDEE, Total Daily Energy Expenditure. Add that on top of your BMR, and you want to eat roughly about one to 200 calories less than that. That should help you get into a caloric deficit safely, might I add. Because a lot of people will try and do one or two things. They'll train really, really, really hard, or they'll do something even stupid, and they'll try and eat as little as possible. Oh, 800 sounds safe. I'll do 800 calories, even though my total daily energy expenditure plus my BMR is roughly around 2,000. So you're 1,200 calories in deficit. Doesn't seem so safe, does it? And all these numbers seem to scare you. These are numbers that are worth knowing or just understanding. Because if you just keep eating healthy, and I say that in quotation marks for those of you listening to my podcast, but you don't actually know what's coming in, that's like the person who goes, I spend well, but not knowing how much you actually spend in terms of dollars. You might be spending well on buying good things, but if you bring in $900 per week and you're spending $850, you're not going to be able to get that holiday or that new car that you want. A lot of this comes into, once again, the three things I mentioned before. And I come this, I, I say this from a place of care. I sound really agitated because I am, but also it comes from a place of care. Because if you're not prioritizing your health and you're not prioritizing you, then what are you prioritizing? Don't get me wrong. I understand that you may not have the four or five hours to do this, but it's better than you going down the path further in your life going, oh, this person failed me. This is the realization that you need. Also, you don't want to go down the path. And I have worked in this field for a long time, both sides, before medical conditions happen and after when the doctor tells you. You don't want to be going to that doctor's office and the doctor goes, you need to start exercising now. Or you have XYZ condition. It's time to start exercising. Or this will get worse. You don't want that to happen. Trust me, because there's an uphill battle from there. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for the time being. Everyone out there, keep looking after yourselves. 
Um, if you want something from us that will help you, head over to the link in my bio. I've got some cookbooks for you guys that you will love. They're high protein, they're delicious. These are the exact recipes that I use as well, especially the um, black pepper beef. That's really good. And for something for more safety in terms of time, I have been using also, in case you don't like, in case you don't know, I am a big fan of beef. So I have been using the air fry steak tips. And that's been taking me less than like five or 10 minutes to prep. And then after I just come back and put it in the air fryer for another five, six minutes while I'm in the shower or cleaning the house or putting my shoes away because I have plenty of shoes everywhere around the house. And that's it. I do also have my air bike at home so I can do some cardio, come back and dinner's already done. So if you want something quick, tasty, macro friendly, head over to the link in my bio. There's several things that you can do to save time as well. And if you like it, we do have the full recipe book, including 50 recipes of high protein, as well as we have another cookbook, which is five ingredients or less. And this will be able to help you long term. So if you want that, just head over to the link in my bio, get the free one first, see if you like it. I'm not going to force you into buying something you don't like. And then if you like it, then you can purchase the full one. Anyway, team, thank you so much for taking the time. I know I've been preaching to the converted, but maybe this is something that one of your friends, family that needs to hear this. Maybe this is just something good to know. Maybe you're a personal trainer. You want your clients to listen to this. So if you can, share it, like it. Um, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review on our Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well. And the name of this podcast is Fat Loss Secrets by Exercise Physiologist. And well, if you're listening to this, you know where to find it. So thank you once again and uh, keep building momentum. Take care.